0: So, top of the morning, it's your boy Maserati Shells. Man, I know I've been going. I was uh, actually doing some training for work in the Bay, so I had to do that. So, I really couldn't give you guys the normal content I would give you. So, But we are back here talking Maserati, right? And so, I got my... This is warm water with lemon juice and a scoop of Naked Gut. That's to help you by having ate this morning. Just wash my face with cold water. Um uh, took a shower last night, which was a warm shower. When you take a shower when you go to sleep, it's warm, helps you your pores open, your nasal drip, and all that stuff. And then when you wake up, take a cold shower. But I haven't done that extremely, so probably if I have to go to the gym or church, I'll come back and take a cold shower. But drinking this does help your digestive systems throughout the day, so that's good for me. Um, I eat a lot of crap, so I'm trying to get the crap out of my body. For a small detox. Look like I just woke up because I basically did. And uh, today's a, a interesting show, so I'm gonna mix in a little, um, little Bible mixed in with some stuff I've been noticing off the data I've been gathering. So if you see me look down, I'm looking at my iPad, I got the information I want to give you guys. Um, it's been going. I missed you guys. Thank you for the support. Um, let fill that up with coffee because I need my coffee in the morning. I'm a coffee addict. But this today was gonna be title wasn't be fit and feminine, but then. I want to show how men and women play a role in each other's life and we don't even know it. And we're kind of separating ourselves with each other, which is crazy, but we need each other. It's like in the Bible, it's in life, it's things we see. So I want to kind of highlight that on this show, today's show. And also by the way, I also want to let you guys know, if you ever have a topic you want me to talk on, or you got a question for me, put it in my, um, you can hit me on Instagram, which is Maserati Shells, you can hit me on Facebook at Maserati Shells. Uh, TikTok Maserati shells. Everything else is Maserati shells. Just hit me or put a comment in the video down there, and I'll look into it and try to give you the best answer I can or give you my opinion at least. This is very good. Mm. We do lemon juice, lemon water juice with a naked gut. Make sure you got access to the bathroom that way. That way, please do. But anyway, moving on. Right. So I'm now in the book of Genesis. You know, hold on. Let me let me do my regular prayer. I'm I never pray on camera like this before but before i read the word i have to pray because i need understanding so we're gonna send him on so if you with me if you want to by your head if not just just wait or skip it i don't care dear god i come before you humble mind humble heart i ask that you grant me the understanding and the wisdom of your word that i'm about to read now and i ask that you let me deliver this word with the greatness and understanding of your wants and needs and my my wants and my needs in jesus name pray amen sorry guys i haven't prayed on a camera ever and i just do that because um when I pray before the word, I want to have understanding of it because I don't want to, you know, misleading you guys. And no one, I don't know. I'm not the best prayer in the world. I just, God's blessed me so much. I'm just happy. So I'm I'm here to deliver this word because um, I was actually talking to someone and this word popped in my mind. So I want to kind of, I'm going between, I'm going through all Genesis. Um, you don't have to follow me. I'm not a pastor and then like that. So please don't. I just, I'm just one who made it through a lot of stuff that God brought me through. And I'm just happy. Okay. So, Hopefully God slows down my tongue because I talk kind of fast. All right. So it goes, um, this is Genesis 20. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds, the sky and the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the Lord caused the man to fall into a deep sleep while he was sleeping. He took one of Adam's ribs and then closed him up and placed the flesh. Then God made a woman from the rib. He taken out the man and he brought it to her to the man. The man said, This is now my bones, my bones, and flesh, my flesh, and she should be called woman. She was taken out of man. You feel me? So 24 says, This is why man leaves his father and mother and is united with wife, and they become one flesh. Adam and his wife were naked both, and they felt no shame. They were naked and they felt no shame, right? So we're going to go to Genesis 3 now. And there's something I want to get from this because I haven't read this in a while. I really haven't read Genesis in a while. So, uh, You know, and we all know the story, you know what I'm saying? Now the the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to woman, did God really say you must not eat from the tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat from fruit in the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden. You must not touch it or you will die. You will certainly not die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw the fruit from the tree, the fruit was pleasing to the eye. The food was pleasing to the eye and also desirable to, for gaining wisdom. She took it and ate it. She also gave her some. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were open and they realized they were naked. So they fig leaves together and made covens for themselves. I want to stop right there. And people are like, okay, I'm not being, please don't think I'm not a pastor. I'm just reading this word and kind of interpreting something, right? The key word for me, right, was right here. For um, well, God knows that when your eyes open, you will be like God and knowing good and evil, right? When your eyes are open, right? <laughs> so the woman saw the fruit from the tree and it was pleasing to the eye pleasing to the eye. This is this is what kind of caught me when I was reading up on this, right? And I'm noticing a lot of people are going for what's pleasing to the eye. Like Instagram, the swipe women are now having their men do what they think is pleasing to the eye, meaning what they see on Instagram, what they see on these phones, they're trying to get their men to do. So when a, what I'm noticing a lot of relationships, even my relationship sometimes is like, you have to tell your girl, oh, you're seeing what they're doing. You want to do that because it's pleasing to the eye. You're doing it, and that leaves people in trouble. That puts people in debt. That puts people in certain situations. Like, okay, I want to see, what, I'm seeing what they're doing. I want to do it instead of going by what they know is right from wrong, you know, which is crazy, you know? So now man and wife heard the sound of God as he was walking through the garden in the cool of the day. And they hear from God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord called to man, where are you? He God called to man. Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I had commanded you not to eat from? The man said, the woman put me here, put, you, put you here with me. She gave me some fruit from the tree. He said, the woman you put here with me, she gave me fruit from the tree and I ate it. Then God said to the woman, what is this you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate it. The Lord said to the serpent, because you have done this curse, are you above all livestock and wild animals? You will crawl on your belly. You will eat dust. blood, We all know that, right? To whom he said, "The woman, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. With your painful labor, you will give birth to children. Your desire for to, your desire will be for your husband. He will rule over you." The enemy said, "Because you listened to your wife and ate from the fruit of the tree about which I commanded you must not eat from, your curse is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat fruit from it." And all the days of your life, it will produce thorns, thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. by the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until until you return to the ground since where you're taken. so that basically he's gonna work till he die, right? Now that's some key things I want to hear right here, right And this is I don't think that I think like a lot of us when we like if you're like me when we were to when you was in church as a young person, young adult, they didn't explain how this would really interact with the real world, right? And how this would be today, 2022. This is a podcast. It's not a church sermon, please. so Because I'm going to get to my topic. I'm just using this as a um, segue into something. God said to man first. He said, didn't I tell you not to eat? Basically, I'm going to break it down. He said, didn't I tell you not to eat at this this tree right here? He said, yeah, but the girl you sent me told me to. That right there that right there if you sit here and do everything your girl tell you when you know you're not supposed to be doing that it's going to lead you to some some BS so then God said okay you said the woman told you I'm going to ask the woman well woman why'd you eat you know you knew you were supposed to eat from there oh well the serpent deceived me that I I look at that serpent as temptation right like temptation like he got knew God we got to say God created him so he knew this was going to happen right so we're going to get up out of that I'm going to go to my notes this is dope. I love, I love the way I got this new set up because normally I have to go here, here, but never mind. Listen check this out. So, with that being said, right, this the lack of accountability is what I'm showing you right now. The lack of accountability for men and women. You feel me? For men and women because Adam <clears throat> had connection to the direct source. Imagine you talking to God. God's like, look, man, you're going to live forever. You straight. You know, there was no Now we know about clothes. Now we know about I don't look right if I'm naked or how I don't want to be seen naked. Naked is wrong. They didn't know that, right? Now we know that, right? And that's the crazy part is because before this, we was straight, right? Wasn't hungry. We didn't have to work. We was living the best life. The life y'all trying to live now, we could have had it. But that's God. God knew what was going to happen, right? And I feel like that's the biggest disconnect. And i think it comes from my upbringing you know because of this 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 thing that already happened is the man got the information directly from the source which we still do the bible you know right from wrong but we're letting women go by what they see was pleasing to their eye dictate what we're doing there's nothing wrong i'm not saying i know it says that man should rule over his wife I, the word rule is kind of strong i think you should you know Lead. I think lead. I've always been a fan of leader. I want to rule. I don't want to be no one's boss. I want to be a leader because the leader takes opinions. Leader is responsible. I, I go to leader route, right? And then, um, so I think there's a bis- a big disconnect between black men and women. I just say I'm just saying black men and women because I'm black man. And I date black women. Okay, <laughs> I can't speak on something else I haven't participated in. Men. And I think it comes from our upbringing. Most men don't have father figures, right? to teach them properly on how the characteristics of a good man and women don't see that man with their mother. So they go back, they go lacking that understanding that self-worth. What does that mean? And I'm talking kind of fast. So, excuse me, sorry. Right. If there's not a man in the house to teach a young boy, how to be a man, you know, like to really say how this, how you care. So this how you're supposed to do this, how you handle your emotions, this how you deal with your woman is how you treat with your woman. Right. He's not going to know how to be a man. Now, now flip this bar on that. Right. If a young man's in a home with a mother who's letting a, a man treat her like whatever and she's still taking care of this man she's still staying with this man now that young man is going to think that's how women want to be treated by a man right you know on the flip coin his sister right because let's say like you and me I, I got a twin sister my sister joyce right Grew up with the same issues we went through the same things right so now the sister sees the mom letting a man treat her like that that's the type of man that attracts her mom that's the only man she knows that's the only man she sees or she sees the wrong side. So I don't need a man. This is this is, and that. Now she mimics that characteristics, right? She mimics that. This is this is what she understands. This is what she expects out of life, right? When when she expects that out of life now, now you're back at square one, right? And that's why you have all these toxic relationships, right? Is because you have a man who grew up with no male father figure. You have a woman who's never seen a good man. You see, and now you see a man who's seen his mom except this type of man that's not a good father figure. So he figures all women are like that. That's his perception of the woman in the world. It don't happen all the time, but that's what we're seeing. So look at it like this, right? A young man grows up seeing his mother take care of her man and he's cheating, take not taking care of his responsibility. Now this young man gets the idea that this is how he's supposed to act because that's what men do. And now that young woman starts to pick up now. And now, you know, that's what he thinks. This is, what, this is how young men act, right? And now these young women... And now these young women start to pick up the habits of her mother, and she's thinking that this is supposed to be treated as such, and she's accepting it. So she's seen her mother go through this, and her mom was probably in bedness to get you man. You need a man, this and this and that, or maybe vice versa. You don't need a man, and you could just do this, do that. It's um, I want to say this when I'm saying this, right? These are not this is not cookie cutter, so it's not going to happen exactly like this. But we've seen it. You know, if you grew up in a in in the in the hood, you grew up in the ghetto. You know. And I'm gonna just go personal. I'm gonna go personal, right? So my grandmother had my mom at 15. My mom had my sister at 17. My sister had her daughter at 16. You see what I'm saying? So you see the pattern, and that's nothing wrong with that. Honestly, I think it kind of worked out for the better, to be honest, because it made us more strong and more independent. It gave us, a, it gave us a head up on life. I've seen things to where I know I had my son at 21. I, I never, I only have one kid, only two kids by one woman. I don't have baby mums that I know of, they come up later, that's not my fault, I don't know about that, times are wild, y'all know what I mean, but anyway, what I'm saying is, I seen that, and I was like, okay, hold up, that can't be it, you know, that can't be it, and I, I also look at it like this, like, now comes, how do I want to, I want to work this right, guys, I don't want to be saying something, this. Sunday morning, God is good. He's blessed me, I got, I got, I got a good feeling today, so I want to give y'all the best message I can, what I'm saying is this, right, the importance of making things work and being a good man and being a good woman will affect our generation, so I'm not putting this all on the woman, I'm saying a man too, but it starts with the woman, why, and why does it start with the woman, it's because what woman put up with, man will do, I'm gonna show you how, I'm gonna give you a prime example, right, when I was in high school, right, I'm not gonna, I'm just being me, I see females that I liked. I'm I'm like, and I'm, I'm like, oh, Oh, she bad. She, because it's high school, you know, my little hormones are going, my little things ready to go. You feel know I me? Mean? But she wanted, they dating these dudes who so already got cars, nice clothes. They picking them up. So they leave them with grown men. So that's what, you know, we all know a lot of these grown men, like that was older than me was messing with young high school girls. We've been through that in the nineties. I just timestamped myself right there, but oh well. But that made me want to sell dope and want to get a job and get money going. Why? Because I want to dress fresh. And I could show you pictures from my freshman year to my junior year where I changed again. I went from wearing Skechers and Corduroy's from Ross to wearing Hugo Boston, Pure Players and Wu-Tang and Dada Dada and Carl Kanai because I knew that's what girls liked. I knew I had to tell my mom I got to get a haircut every two weeks because that's what girls like. I had to. That's when I had my little curly top. fam. I had to dress fresh. I didn't have a car yet. But I knew that I had to dress fresh. And that did work. I did get the teacher girls I wanted to. Even had a teacher on my line. That's where you can ask my brother Gary. Miss Kissimmee was on my line. You feel me? I had chicks out in the theater mad at me because I wouldn't date them. Like, literally, it changed. I went from nobody even talking to me to being this, this just little angry black kid to being that nigga, getting nominated for Homecoming King and everything. Like, just being that guy. Anybody can tell you that I went to it. I was that guy. You know, I got kicked out of football. I got kicked out of basketball, but I was still that guy. I I forgot my track coach name, but shout out to my track coach because he put me in track because I was about to get kicked out. He put me in track. But what I'm saying is I knew that what women wanted. So I had to put in that work to be that, right? It's backwards now. So now we've seen a shift where women don't want a decent guy who works or a decent guy who has this and this. They want a street nigga. They got jewelry on and all that. So that's what these kids are going after. It's always been like that. It's always been like that. So when I say it goes back to the woman, because think about this, if women start saying, you know what, and there's women out there saying this, you know, it's so just different kind of a woman. They start saying, I want a man that is really mature, that's taking care of things, you know what I'm saying? Because that matters, right? And I'm a, I'm to a segue to my next little sign. Let me take a sip of this. Right. So here it says, I looked up, Um, what are the um. Let me say this, though, before I go to Let me say something, because I I got I finally got notes. My boy said I should get notes because I was already, like, going on top of my head. My brother said I was scatterbraining, so I got notes for you guys. So I want to stay on topic with the notes, right? So now comes the social media influence where we're soliciting attention and sexuality as a commodity in exchange for dignity and respect. I want to say that again. Now comes the social media influence where we're now soliciting attention and sexuality as a commodity in exchange for dignity and respect, right? Now, I'm a man, right? And this is this is, this is something I tell all women. Just because you marry a man, just because you're in a committed relationship where you live with a man, that does not make him gay. I mean, he's going to stop looking at women. Okay, out of respect, he might, do it in front, might not do it in front of you, but all men were men. So we're going to be like, okay, she had a fat ass. Okay, she cute. Bam. Now, if they go further than that, that's on them, right? What that means is, so listening to the teaching and sexuality comes in so many different ways, Right? When women, to me, this is just to me, not other men. When you just post, you shaking your ass, you in tight clothes, you showing your pussy print, you talking about sex, posting means everything sexual. Do not get mad when men just see you as sexual. That's the attention. You want sexuality attention. That's what you're going for. That's what you're trading your dignity and respect of who you are as a woman to get this attention, to get a like, to get a comment. That's just you're going for, right? That's cool, right? That that's cool if that's what you want. And if females always say, Oh, it's not for nobody else, it's just for my man. Send him the pictures direct. No, you want that whole stage of the whole world to see that. And I've always felt, and I let me tell my girl this, I feel women do that for the potential of finding someone bigger than what they have now. I could be wrong. That might not be on women, but I know for a fact that when women post these pictures, it's not about who they know like them. It's who they don't know who like them and the potential of knowing someone bigger than what they have. Because I think with this new society we have, that's soliciting attention to sexuality as a commodity in exchange for dignity and respect. And everyone, no one wants to work hard no more. No one, especially women. women. Women think that being pretty is enough, pretty privileged should get them enough to ease through life. And it doesn't work that way. Because even if you do meet a man who's going to take care of you financially, you being pretty is not going to solve every problem you're going to have. He might be cheating. He might be going a lot. You might have kids. You might have to hold a house down. Pretty's not going to keep you from doing that. The money's not going to keep you from doing it. Yeah, you can get service all you want, but you still got to be a mother. You still got to be a wife. There's things that money can't do for you. So I look at that as like when I see that, right? And now here's the flip side of the coin, right? Fellas. This social media has it where they fall know, You see the bling, bling. You see it. You see it's about 50 here, 100 here. You see 30 there. You see the big chain. Now when you only post that, you post cars, you post this and this and that, you know. Now you get these women who's just chasing at the ones that was just posting these sexy pictures. Now they on you, like, oh, I see you, and now you see her, so you see each other. And I just see well, I wish I would have saved that I would have posted it. I just seen this video where um on Facebook, which is this type of situation that I'm talking about, so I'm not going astray from the topic, the topic on Facebook, where a gentleman He's talking to this female on uh, on Instagram for some time, right? And uh, they like, so he said, she, he flies her out. That's the first problem. I'm not flying no woman out. Buy your ticket. Meet me there. I've never flown a female out nowhere. Never, never in my life ever. And never will I, let's get that straight. Nor will I, okay? Nor will I, when Spotify come within bands, you know, or Revolt TV or iHeart, I'm not, still not going to do it. I'm still not going to do it, so he flies her out, right, crazy part is she told him, I can't do spirit, now, I know you, I know all my, I got, listen, I got scammer homies, I got homies that that do this stuff, that I, I know people who do this, they always sit on my spirit, so he, she said, no, I only do Delta, now, listen, my, my, two of my sis, right, you know, Jessica and my sis China, right, they, their, their, their moms who get it done. They, they, they work. They work hard. They got bread. They do their thing. They fly Delta. And for a minute, I was flying Delta until the price got too high. I'm like, hold up, Delta is not that serious. I'm gonna go with Spirit of Southwest, right? So he should have put it on Southwest, but he put it on Delta, right? Uh, last minute Delta at that. So that's a set. That's a seven piece right there, right, right. So then she gets there. She's like, she's hungry. And she only do rab legs. You know, she only do rab legs. You know, why I say it like that. I say it like that. Cause I say it like that, but rab legs. Right. So he take it to the, of course, the steakhouse and get it a whole meal. Now he already had like a thousand dollars. Right. And he doing all this stuff, the room, all this, the Ubers and all this. And then he get it to the room. He trying to knock it down. Cause he didn't, he didn't perceive that him spending money being a gentleman was going to get him to that nine, nine. It was over when he flew around because he wasn't over. So he wasn't a big name dude. He probably was just like a scammer, a local trapper. So her flying out to meet him really did not for a clout. She just enjoying a trip. This is what I mean right here. So he put her on blast on Instagram and Facebook. Like this is what she did. This is what she did. This is what I mean while we're, attention to sexuality is in a commodity in exchange for dignity and respect. So one. I'm pretty sure she said she was an Instagram model, so she was half-naked on Instagram. I wish he would have posted it because I would have found then an, an, an clown, but he did. But him, baller, shorty, oh, yeah, I got it, baby. It's nothing, it's nothing. Those two link, and that's what happens. It was an embarrassment for us all. You know? So with my last comment on that is, humans are visual creatures who are mostly driven to their choices, with an addiction to instant gratification creates a new generation of immoral and self-centered people. That's not how I said that humans are visual creatures who are emotionally driven to their choices and have an addiction to instant gratification, which creates a new generation of immoral and self-centered people. Right. And that story I just told you, breaks that down. Visual creature. He's seen her. She was nice. You feel me? Emotionally dr- dr- driven choices. She, her emotions was up because now he's going to fly me out. he finna treat me, and I get to do all this you know, if like, like like with well, my girl, like, I remember when we first started dating, they should upset me. Like, we go somewhere, you take a picture, act like, you know, at the gram, and like, you know, like, and I, I'm a firm believer of, you know, the re- reciprocating energy is, okay, you want to take a picture, make it look like you're here by yourself? Cool, dope. I'm going to do the same. And it's it's not on purpose. I know some people don't do the purpose, but how it looks and how it seems, it's very, perspective is key, right? And so, with this situation, right, emotionally driven choices your emotions people i don't think people understand their emotions to the t right they they play a high stakes in self confidence and uh, self esteem and things you do and how you do it right so with that being said i think and in this is with this woman i seen in this video right her emotions was up she felt good about herself to the level that someone would spend this money for her but she didn't feel good enough to give him no pussy that was different sorry about using that word to give her no no not not right so, with that being said, it went all bad. He thought the money, because he's a visual creature, would be able to capture that, and his emotions drove him to spend more so he could capture that, and he can get that. It didn't work that way, right? And then what happened to it? immoral and self-centered people were left on this video. So, I wish I could show you guys the video. I wish I had it. I might, I might go back and try to find it and post it if I can. Okay. Okay, so my next line is, so now we've created a young man who is attracted, uh, now we've created a lost young man who's attracted to a lost young lady who created a toxic relationship based off ignorant environment in generations before. So they both, that was a toxic environment off top, both lost individuals, right? So I found out, right? I'm thinking like, because I had made a, another podcast about women I wanted to get married in today's day and age, which is crazy. Most women just want um sneaky links. That's all you see on. That's all you see on social media. Sneaky links, um, one night stands, and friends with benefits and stuff like that, right? So I said, let me go outside the culture, right? Let me go. Let me go outside the culture. So I went to uh, I think it was Vanity Magazine or Cosmopolitan Magazine, and it said that I was looking for what is it, the seven characteristics that women want from a husband. The seven characteristics that women want from a husband. I went and looked at this, right? It said confidence, trustworthiness, integrity, compassion, emotional availability, respect, a sense of humor and maturity. Right. Those are those are good characteristics of a man in general, just in general. I think as you grow up, we're not really taught all these. We're taught some of these, but not all of them. And and the, and the need for them. Right. So some of them skip over. Right confidence most men most black men have confidence most not all and sometimes confidence can be misconstrued as ego or pride or or, or narcissism or machoism or alpha male talk you know they uh they just ban the boy Andrew Tate I think they mislook at I think his confidence gets seen the wrong way but that's a whole other topic but trustworthiness now trustworthiness is something that I think young men are not 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 really being um taught i think if you play sports if you're in a different uh like realm you understand that but i don't think that young black men are being taught trustworthiness right and trustworthiness when a man is honest and trustworthy he instantly becomes more appealing and desirable to a woman if he's dependable truthful genuine speaks from the heart he's a guy who is worth pursuing as people could take him at his word trust and trustworthiness allow relationships to deepen say deg's wife after all, a woman needs to know that if a relationship is is last long term, is to last long term, she's able to rely on her man just as he's able to rely on her. I want to say that last part because I probably mumbled it up. It goes, after all, a woman needs to know that if a relationship is to last long term, she's able to rely on her man just as he should be able to rely on her. Trustworthiness is a two-way street. So the reason why I say I don't think people really uh, taught this as they're young because trustworthiness is basically do what you say, and it says in the Bible, let your yes be a yes, be let your, your nose be your nose. So, you know, stand on stand on that law. You feel me? Integrity, right? I think that integrity is taught to us. It's just taught in a different form, and it's more. It's a. I feel like it's taught as a derogatory term, like not necessarily derogatory, but just a negative sense, which is being a real nigga. And I say it like that. I have to be harsh with it because that's how it's taught to us as integrity. And I'm going to read what this says for integrity. Having integrity means acting virtuously and having a strong moral character. Women desire a man who is honorable, fair, and ethical. In terms of relationship, having integrity can help strengthen the bond as a man has with a woman. As his moral principles will guide his behavior and help him to be the best partner that he can be. Bonus poison with integrity extends beyond the relationship. A man can treat others in fairness and kindness. That's integrity. So... When I say with this moral character, right, and I've always been like this. If you're dating a woman, right, and she see you do know your homies finessing people, your homie, oh, I'm going to finesse him, I'm going to do this. She sees that as he's not trustworthy. He'll do that to me when he gets a chance. She might not say it, and she might not act on it, but in the back of her mind, if he'll do it to them, he'll do it to me. Compassion. Now, here's the biggest one I feel for myself. We were not taught compassion. That is something we were not taught when it comes to young black men in these streets and coming up harsh. It was no compassion. We show no love. We go hard at everything. A man who is compassionate and empathetic is one step ahead when it comes to attracting women. Women want a man that they can open up to, whether it's about a bad day at the office or regards to their deepest hopes and fears. Having empathy means that you're able to understand another person's point of view and can sympathize with what they are going through. When women are highly interested in a man who has the ability to desire to show care and concern for others too. I'm gonna give y'all some game on that. Compassion, right? And it's just me being in these in these rooms of being able to be compassionate. When you do community work, right? What I noticed, a lot of feedback, a lot of help, a lot of interest I got from was from women. Like, when I was doing a lot of the nonprofit stuff I was doing in my community, it was always a woman trying to help. It was always a woman like, oh, you're a good dude. Like, you know, are you with someone? Like, yeah, I got somebody. Or I lie and say I got somebody. I don't want to deal with it because you don't want to cross certain boundaries. But a lot of women I got interest from was doing that when they see that you're being compassionate, right? So I want to I wanna highlight that part about compassion, right? that it, it, it's, it's something to have. Like in compassion, you might not grow up knowing that, but you'll learn that over time. Like having kids, having close friends, understanding that people make mistakes. And the key to that, women want a man they can open up to is very hard because when someone opens up to you about something you naturally, I personally try to um, listen, what, listen with the intent to understand and and help not listen to answer. Like I'm working on that, right? Because someone tell me something, I'm actually trying to fix the problem, which I should stop doing that. I'm working on that. Third is in the morning. if you know, then this is working, so brushes everything. so emotional availability this is the hardest for me right here. This is the hardest, and I know women want this, but it's the hardest for me, right. Emotional availability. Women desire a man who is emotionally honest and forthright rather than a man who is cut off, emotionally unavailable. While fully and openly expressing feelings may seem strange and awkward at first, it's important to be available to show a vulnerable emotion. To show a vulnerable, emotional, and human side of yourself in order to build a lasting relationship. Women prefer a man who isn't afraid to show their true feelings and and discuss them openly instead of a man who keeps everything bottled up inside of him. And yes, sometimes this means talking about previous relationships and sharing parts of your past. This is hard for me. This is the most vulnerable thing I could ever do. Reason why? And I'm gonna go back to something that says, right? And yes, sometimes this means talking about previous relationships and sharing parts of your past, right? Emotional availability is really emotional vulnerability, right? To be vulnerable emotionally means you open up what happened in your past and what's wrong with you, what you've been through to someone, that you probably either do or don't trust and expect them not to use it against you. So what happens is as men, when we open up to women, right? When you open up a show that have vulnerability, right? And they throw it back in your face, either in a heated conversation or they're mad or they just want to say this. It kind of, it's like, damn, I opened up to you out of confidence. Right. And so I'm going to go, on a personal level i'm always like to be personal with you guys i like to just keep it so girl i'm dating right i tell her something personal you know like i'm going through down the road i found out she told this to someone else it's like whoa that was personal like why would you tell someone so it kind of violated my trust in that person so i can't tell them what i feel emotionally why because if i tell you this you're going to tell someone else and now we're sitting here with a non-trust situation right i want to let you know y'all see the beard is growing it took it took almost forty some years, but it's cool. But that was a sign, though. But anyway, when you're when you're emotionally vulnerable with people, it takes trust, and that trust is saying that I trust that you won't use this against me later on, or you won't throw it in my face. And so, as men, and I'm just, I'm not speaking for all men. I'm just saying my myself. When we speak on past relationships and sharing parts of our past, and you come back and throw it in our face, you make us relive that past. It, it hurts us to the point like I can't trust you. And People say when well, you can't trust somebody, the first thing them, women say when well, you say you can't trust them, oh, I'm not fuck with nobody. You think I'm not here with That's not what I'm saying. I can't trust you. That's not the reason I can't trust you. You feel me? That's not what I'm saying is the reason why I can't trust you. That's not what I'm talking about. Trust goes beyond just physical. And see, that's a woman's mind is first. Well, not all women. I'm just saying what I see online is they think, oh, it's just a physical thing. You feel me? It's more than that for someone can't trust you. If you Look, I look at it like, like we see this all the time, right? I've never once done this. I've never once gotten to my girl, right? You know, whatever she tell me in in, in private and go sit with another woman. Yeah, she did this, she did this, this, she's this. Never in my life. Now, I might have cheated on a woman. I might have went fuck someone else. And that's it. It's just that. I busted a nut, got up out of there, whatever. But I never once violated that emotional trust of telling her what she's been through or telling her business to someone else. Women are different. They will do that. And what I mean by this is, right, women will give another man the information that you do wrong, what you go through, to, for him to slide in and talk to her and then violate everything you told her. She'll go have a group chat with her friends. go this nigga, this this nigga, this this nigga. Like, damn, you telling your uh, your whole friends my business? That's why I can't. That's why I, I learned this from past experience not to open up because this this trust does get violated. And some people don't even know they're violating the trust because they was raised to gossip. You feel me? Like, my brother Allen don't know all my business. My brother Travis Chase don't know all my business. My brother Mookie don't know all my business. Glenn does not know all my business. I know what to keep close to here. I know what to tell them because it's not all their business. You feel me? A lot of people don't understand that. Respect. We all know about respect. But I don't think that we're taught respect in relationships. I don't think that because we don't see it. You know, and, and I'm going to get on that. I'm going to read this. In order to have a healthy, happy, and successful relationship, both partners have to re- treat each other with respect. If a woman feels taken for granted, dispensable, or treated poorly by a man, she'll likely drive him in order to avoid a broken heart. When a person is made to feel disrespected and patronized, the relationship is likely to end sooner rather than later. A woman will be more drawn to a man who shows her care and gives them respect she deserves. Now, I'm telling you, I pulled this information from a white man. I'm going to say that, right? The reason why, I'm going to show you right now. Okay. If a woman feels taken for granted, dispensable, or treated poorly by a man, she's likely to drop him in order to avoid a heartbreak. This was wrong with our society right now. This is pulled from their stuff. I'm going to us now, right? In our music, on social media, they say drop him in order to avoid a broken heart. A lot of women do not drop the man that's treating them badly or don't disrespect them, right? Because it's something they want to keep. They go find another man while they're with him or they'll drop him and go to another man. Not to avoid a broken heart to, to it's a pride thing, I feel like, right? And here it goes with this respect part, right? A person is made, okay, when a person is made to feel disrespected or patronized, the relationship will likely end sooner rather than later, right? Disrespect. It happens on so many levels. And I was a very disrespectful boyfriend at one time in my life. So I had to check me. And I knew that whatever came from this could be more disrespectful than anything, right? So I stopped stopped calling women to be where I don't put my hand on women. I don't say negative things. I don't say nothing to hurt them. I just talk, right? The truth can be disrespectful sometimes, right? Respecting someone else is also a cause for respecting yourself right because i've done some things i shouldn't i admit that i've been of people i shouldn't you feel me i know that but we all make mistakes but i've always maintained respect for others and more ways on a sense of humor bro i'm naturally funny but it goes back listen bro to be a sense of humor being in the seven characteristics the woman wants for a husband a husband not just a man a husband I, i've been telling y'all man If you funny you can grab her bro If you are funny, you can snatch her, bro. Women love funny boys, man, funny men, funny niggas, whatever you want to call it. They love when you are funny, bro. If you could make her laugh, that is a way to the heart. Now, maturity, right? I have a whole nother show on maturity, but we're gonna just give you the basic maturity right now, right? Odds are that, odds are that if the above traits apply to you, you're probably already got the maturity part down. It's important to show a woman that not only that you are emotionally mature and able to keep an open line of communication, but also that you are mentally mature and capable of behaving like a grown-up when it's time to do so. You can show this by thinking rationally, not overreacting, solving problems together after careful discussion. That's not to say you can't have fun and be silly together, as allowing the vulnerable side of yourself to show a sign of maturity in itself. Right? So, maturity, I feel like, is hit its dead on, right? But open line of communication is hard sometimes. Because communication is nothing without without uh, comprehension, right? So i communicate something to you, but if you don't compare what I'm saying and it's foreign to you, you're going to be like, oh, well, fuck what he said, this and this and that. So I think when they say that open line of communication, that's very hard because of the fact that what we're doing and what we're seeing in society, you're, you're, you're going against these other teachers and you're trying to meet someone halfway, you're trying to be, you know, your partner, you're trying to deal with things and you're like, man, like, I can't even communicate myself because when I do, you think I'm being like the thing I'm being controlling. I'm just telling you like this, is how I feel like this, this, and that. So it's kind of hard, but I think being mature is very, very key. Now we're going to go, dang, this is 10 and I'm not going to get all 10 because we'll be here all day, but I'm going go with the 10, what men look for in a wife, the 10 things, right? And I'm going to touch on the ones that I think that are important. And it's just me, right? Because I think that most women don't realize men want a wife like the reason why men want a wife first and foremost right we're not trying to chase all these women out here we're not trying to have sex with a bunch of women we want to have sex with one 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 freaky one woman one one right unless you're in a poly and it's different but then is we want foundation we want family we want things that we didn't grow up with so we we i think most men i know want wives and most of my friends are married or in a long-term relationship so i know for a fact that we do want them right? you know, for me, people have this misconstrued, misconstrued idea of me like I'm just going to be single for the rest of my life. I don't, or in a relationship, I don't want to be married. I do, but I'm not getting married to get divorced. I'm not married just because it's cool. I'm married because I find someone who completes me, who really helps me, wants to see me win, who helps me grow as I help them grow, respects me how I respects them. So it's, it's it'll happen. when God wanted to, all right. So what are 10 things that men look for in a wife, right? I'm going to say them off, but the ones I'm going to talk about are the ones I'm going to talk about. So mutual attraction and love. That's number one. Mutual attraction and love is number one. So they got to be attracted to each other and they got to be in love, right? So all, above all, men want to marry a woman they love and are attracted to. While this might seem like a given, the love marriage is a modern development. Men started ranking their traits number one as a couple of decades ago. In the mid-1980s, early 20th century, dependability, emotional maturity, and pleasing disposition ranked higher than love. Now both men and women are marrying for love first and foremost, and marriages have become unions of passion, friendship, support, and mutual attraction. Attraction, man, mutual attraction and love, right? So the reason why I say this, this is my boy. I always talk about my boy, Stacey Prince, right? He has this thing going right now, like where men do not want BBWs, right? And I'm I'm gonna say this for men who likes big women, who's been with big women, and I'm gonna say something, right? And then some people might get offended, some people won't. At its core, men do not like big women in the sense of they lust after them, they want them. They accept them, they'll fuck with them, they're cool based on personality. Women who are more in shape who look like like curvy and thick and like that. men want those. Why? It's more attractive, it's more uh, arousing, it's more visual. It's more something they look at. like that's like you know what I'm saying. And it's just a different, it's just a different vibe when that it's a different energy. It's not to say men won't mess with a big girl. Men will, but their normal go for is it. going to be um, a woman who's more in shape. They're more attracted to that. But nothing wrong with big girls. How a big girl. and men do want to marry a good-looking woman. No one wants because <laughs> I think it falls back on um, you know nobody wants somebody wants to be with someone they can look after the rest of their life. I think that's what it falls back on. I I've never been married, so I wouldn't know. Dependable character, right? Throughout the 20th century, a woman's dependable character has been a top priority for men who ranked it at number one back as far as 1939. Damn. Like women, men want a life partner who can be trustworthy, faithful, and reliable. They want a wife who will stand by their side and and stand by their side and considering divorce rates, it's no surprise that dependability will continue to be attractive. So listen. It said, they want a wife who will stand by their side and considering divorce rates, there's no surprise that dependability will continue to be attractive. What that means, dependable character, right? Means we want a woman who's gonna stand by our sides in the good and the bad and the ugly. When the money ain't right, when we're not, we not taking trips, we're we not up, when we're not popping bottles, when we're not eating at the fancy restaurants, we want a woman who's gonna stand down and stay down for the cause. You feel me? That's what we want. Emotional stability and maturity, of course, education and intelligence is number four. Now, let me explain this, right? I hear everybody, I'm a sapiosexual, I'm a sapiosexual. My man, shut the fuck up. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to be cussing. This how I get out razzle dazzle. Sorry. Sorry. Please be quiet because most of y'all barely have a high school education. Most of y'all don't have common sense. Emotional and intelligence, education. I mean, education and intelligence is key. A woman's education and intelligence are more attractive than a man and than ever before. It's just when someone can teach you something, when someone can meet you on an educational level, on intellect, and it doesn't have to be like rocket science. It's someone who knows some stuff like you don't, you're, you're sitting here like, okay, I can meet them halfway. It's super attractive. It's super sexy. We like smart women. We like the girl with the glasses. We like the intelligent woman who has to go to school and doesn't have time for you. When she makes time for you, you know, it's special. We love that. We love that about women. I promise you, we love smart, intelligent women. Don't listen to these dudes. Don't not be a bird. We love intelligent women. Do not be a bird. I promise you that, right? Okay. Pleasing disposition, right? I don't even know what that means, but men place a potential wife pleasing position at number five and have included in their top five traits since 1930. On the other hand, women are less likely to prioritize a man's pleasing disposition. What a pleasing disposition is now, what I'm reading that is basically... What we've been talking about, how to respect and cater to your manager. Just like, you know, she's there about to be pleasing, like, not nagging, not like we get it. Man, the fuck up. We're not perfect. We're going to forget to take out the trash. We're going to forget to take the car to get an oil tank. We're going to forget to fix something. But you don't have to be an ass, an a hole to do it. You ain't got to be just honest nagging about it. It's just, just relax. Now, here's a this is kind of crazy, right? Number six is sociability. Both men and women rank sociability at number six on the list of mate preference. And for both sexes, sex, it's been steadily moving up the list from number 12 because today's married couples are more likely to be friends and have mutual circles of friends. And it makes sense to become more attractable characteristics. Now sociability, right? Here's the catch. Know how to be sociable without being a flirt, without being in someone's face or without being disrespectful to your partner. Right? Learn how to do that, right? And I'm, I'm going to give you a prime example, right? So me and my girl, we work in the same office, right? So um, she made a joke. She's jokingly, you know, I put on some, I wear skinnies. I wear tight jeans. I got, you know, big legs. I work out, so I do my squats. I'm, thank God I got big legs. So I look weird without them. But um, I wore these pants. They were kind of tight, right? She's joking, like, you can't go in the office with your package showing. It's a joke. We're joking about it, right? So we had a trainee in the office, right? And the trainee, her on her last day, she brings back some barbecue from Gwani barbecue. I hear Shelton, here's some barbecue, and hands it to me like that. So I already see that the girl's like kind of like like out of line. So I just curve the thing, and you know I'm like, oh, thank you. And I get back to work, right? So then the girl's like, hey, Shelton, why you never asked me to hang out? I'm like, oh, you know, we go straight home. to my girl, we go straight home after work. We really don't hang out after work. We don't do nothing. I'm curving at the bus. I can right, and it's no harm to the girl. She probably didn't know, you know, this. But what I'm saying is she was overly sociable and she's talking about she has a fiance at home all this and then i'm like Man, you're over that's overly sociable when you're being too cool with someone it's cool to be sociable high by you know what like that is like i noticed that like like me personally if you're not like someone i consider sis i'm not hugging you if i meet a woman i know she's with my boy she got a husband handshake i'm not hugging a hey, well She that's too impressed hugging is too like it's too it's too much in a hug you feel me when you hug somebody so I just don't hug. Like I hug my boys. I don't just hug me. Like, I might get anything like that, but yeah. Number seven, good health. Now, when it comes to a wife, having a wife with good health, or good health, not good help, good health. I think it's for the long haul. Me, I if I if I marry someone, I'm in love with them. I want them to live as long as they can with me. And I think that's just important, right? Good looks, of course. We know good looks. Come on, we, all, we need a beauty queen. Okay. Desire, I don't care if she wants a home and children. I don't care. Me personally, it's number nine, desire for home and children. She don't want kids. That's fine with me. I got two. If she do want kids, we have some more. I'm not tripping. Ambitious, ambition, and industriousness. What is that? Oh, women that want to work and have their own to be entrepreneurs. I love a woman who has her own business, who's an entrepreneur, who has that mindset. That is, that's dope. I mean, when I say I love a woman like that, doesn't mean I personally want to love her. I want to be in a relationship. I love seeing that because I think that women in our day, day and age have that capacity that drive that energy to do big things so i'm with that so today's show was very great i hope i hope i hope i was able to help somebody and today's show basically was showing the connect to adam and eve to where we are now and i just read off what men and women want in relationships and i mean actually in marriage not relationships because i think when you start dating with that knowing that you guys want to marry you'll change and um these lists one was pulled from um the men list was pulled from like i think like uh gq or something like that the women's list was cosmopolitan or vanity or something like that sorry guys i didn't tell you that but i also want to end i like i end every show man just telling y'all man this is just my opinions this conversation with me man um i also want to tell y'all man do the best you can to be the better version of you for you not no one else don't change for someone else because that's bullshit also um Stay grinding, man. It's good. It's Sunday. Y'all go out and have a blessed day. You see me here. I'm good. I'm probably about to hit the church in an hour. Come back and hop on another uh, podcast with you guys. I'm gonna get this one out to you. Um, just just um man, to be honest, guys. I love doing this, I love the support, I'm loving the feedback I'm getting. I will have more health products for you guys. I do got some vitamins that I'm taking. I want to show y'all them. I take vitamins, natural herbs, and stuff like that, um, ginger, turmeric, and all that. Um but uh, this is talking with my Y'all holler at me next time. <laughs> I don't know why I mess up at the end. That's crazy.